Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Moonshot Podcast. This is uh, episode three. Yep, it's episode three. I have okay. I have one month from now to make sure that I finally get the the, the friggin' in- intro jingle sorted. Uh, make sure I get B roll for the first episode of uh, the podcast, so that I can get it up on YouTube somewhere and uh, get this particular episode edited and whatever by the time we record our next one because yeah that was that was yeah, our wow. that was our plan was we do three episodes to make sure we have a backlog and then we release one every month as we as we record new ones oh okay yeah for some reason i thought it was going to be five we can i mean hello internet did did 10 and i was like hmm but um i mean if we're doing them consistently it doesn't really matter and i don't really expect to get a feeling of following this quickly with this sort of thing no it's i just... expect a lot of people to be playing catch up with this podcast if they listen to it at all yeah i mean for the fair. most part this is for the most part this is i'm gonna be honest sort of the same thing as um shout out to tomska to tomska's last week where it's less it's less necessarily for the viewers and more as a documentation for us yeah that was um, that was kind of the point when we decided to set this out originally so that's fair but at the same time it's also a case at the of same like, time it's also you know sort of for other people if they're interested in following our little adventure yeah into the into the unknown um anyway let's get this uh let's get this th- episode three q jingle that i've totally finished at this point <laughs> All right. Um, so number one, I have my little cue card here. And number one, uh, how are we feeling at the moment? Um, I don't know. I am. I am. I am currently on vacation. I'm grappling with a lot of nonsense right now. Um, the fact that I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, I don't have to deal with my job, thank God. But also, like, there, there's this point where I'm like, wow, if I really dislike my job that much, I should start leaving. And then also the first thing I did upon trying to figure out, hey, I should like attempt to start moving on to somewhere different. Uh, the first thing I did was I tried to update my LinkedIn and I'm realizing how much I just hate everything about about having to search for a new job. Everything is so beyond corporatized. It's annoying. Yeah. So that's my current mood this week. But also uh, my other current mood this week is that I've rediscovered my pocket operator and my mono station and whatnot. And so music stuff is also happening very vaguely in the background. Yeah, um, on my end, it's a bit more complicated. Um, Apple just released this Apple Arcade thing, which has me. Honestly, I'm really upset about it. Wait, what? And, what? What? What is the? I bring me up to speed because I've never heard. So of this. this is this is like a business model where it's a subscription-based program, much like you know Netflix or something. But you you can play whatever games on this subscription-based model, and any game that's that's affiliated with it. And Apple pays that money ahead in the proportion spent playing in in the proportion that players spend their time playing that game oh boy. To, the, to the devs that made it oh boy why i'm upset about this is because this incentivizes addict intentionally addicting game mechanics rather than actual creativity yeah like loot boxes and yeah. we all know how those are. I'm not even going to get into those. Yeah. Better people than us have stated our collective position on loot boxes uh, in far more elegant ways than we could do here. So we should but probably yeah. not bother and just leave it to them. Like, oh, uh, if I remember what the one... There was one guy that did this entire thing about the way loot boxes are, are being treated legally and how um things are starting to change and whatever i'll find that video and if, if, if i can find that video i'll link it in the show notes i remember watching a couple map pat videos and it was on it uh like a year or two ago and it was 
probably the last intelligent thing he did that I actually watched. Um, Ouch, but also, but, okay. <laughs> uh, it, to be fair, Five Nights at Freddy's happened a lot after that. So, uh, um, fair, I guess. <clears throat> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, I'm uh, upset yeah. about it for a lot of reasons because it, it incentivizes this kind of behavior and it sort of signifies a changing landscape to this creativity thing and media thing that is going to start moving in this inherently negative and toxic direction. And I am not okay with that. And I'm hoping this sort of peters out before um, we end up having to compete with it. But at the same time, I am not extremely hopeful that it will. Um, part of the problem... So I've been feeling a little bit hopeless lately in regards to that. However, at the same time, uh, I've been... I Did I mention classes last episode? I you, do not believe I did. No, you did mention that you were you were taking classes. So yeah. you're, you're back um, at school. That was the thing that was established, yeah, I believe. I'm back at school still, uh, and I've been doing pretty well um, so far in classes. Midterms haven't quite happened yet. Um, I'd imagine those are things what? Are end of this uh, month? Like next, next week, yeah. Oh, wow, that's soon. Like okay. next week-ish. Yeah. Um, uh, so things are going to start accelerating after that because then my fourth class is going to happen and um, even though that's just like an intro to spreadsheets thing, which I've already spent a lot of time dabbling around with spreadsheets um, in, in Google Sheets and, and whatnot. Yeah, there, there's... he says. <laughs> It's it's dabbling. Trust me, it's dabbling. There's there's a whole rabbit hole that I haven't gone down um that I have yet to check out. I like I could probably make a whole game just in Google Sheets if I went down the whole rabbit hole. You you probably could now, but like I would like to point out for for the third chair, what Charles says when he means he's been dabbling in spreadsheets and I'm making massive air quotes you can't see with my fingers right now over that sentence because it's air quotes are needed here. Um a thing that he did when he decided he really didn't like the way Roll20 operates is he re-engineered the d character sheet stats and stuff like that in Google Sheets, and it works better than the stuff on Roll20, which, for the record, is not exactly hard to do when you know what you're doing, I guess, but I looked at all the code they had running through it in order to make it make sense, and, I, like, it, it made my head spin. So... It's almost entirely just addition and if then loops it's not all that complicated i mean you anyway. say that and most but most people don't know how to do that anyway um anyway. <clears throat> so yeah I, i've been feeling very good professionally uh but creatively i think i've been sort of dreading uh the coming months um and i don't think i don't think that corporations are going to handle the change well and i don't think that um the government is going to handle the legality of things well and i do not have much hope for things of that nature now this may be entirely unfounded as as uh my partner will claim i am a worry wart i worry about things even when they you don't there was one point in time. Um, oh, wait, your when, partner is me. You're referring yes, to me. You are my partner. Oh, yeah. You, um, you are kind of you, a worry wart, but I wouldn't immediately slap that label on you. I'd just say that you, you tend to be a little bit, you, you tend to overthink things a little bit. That's all I'd say. So that's, I think, what we're feeling and what, how we're feeling and what we're doing, right? Um, well, that's how we're feeling. I don't know if necessarily that's what we're doing because I haven't gotten well, over what I'm doing. Is, that is what we were doing. You're doing, you're doing, um, you're doing uh, job hunting things, and I'm doing class things. Eh, fair school. Uh, I'm doing that's, school. That's a fair point. Um, for now, we get to present goals. Uh, why don't you go first? What are your present goals? Finish uh, this in regards to jingle and triaxle. Um, finish the goddamn podcast jingle. Um, because it's it's driving me a little crazy. I thought I had something, and then um. 
you brought up a pretty good point, which was that it's 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 really short, which is kind of what I was going for, was short and sweet and simple. And you were like, all right, cool, it's a neat little fanfare, but we need something more leading into it. And um, and I've been tearing my hair out a little bit uh, dealing with that. Um, I am expanding my musical horizons a little bit. Um, I'm basically I'm basically trading a friend of mine. Um, like I'm teaching him how to use Logic Pro 10 in exchange for him teaching me the violin, which also translates to him kind of sort of teaching me the mandolin. The only major difference between the two is one is done via the bow, which ironically I don't even know how to use yet. Uh, and the other one is through picking and I suck at picking. Um, but, uh, but I'm, I'm attempting to work on that. Uh, other than that... I don't know. Uh, I was like, I, I got some extra overtime cash today since the day was, was payday and I swung by work real quick to pick up my paycheck. Um, and I was thinking about picking up the, uh, like a, a, a domain for the, for the studio or something like that, just to make sure we had it. But, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that works. I've got to pick up a couple domains soon. Um, I got to put my own stuff. I mean, on we can always, and whatnot. The worst case scenario, we can always change the name, right? It's just the name. Well, all. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's like I have a Squarespace subscription. We might as well use it. Fair. Um, yeah. By the time by the time this comes out and you're able to hear our lovely voices, the jingle will probably have been finished. It's gonna have and... to be. <laughs> Is the thing well, I have? I have a month. I have a month deadline. Like that jingle needs to be done before well, I can publish the first one. A lot of a lot of um, a lot of podcasts have like a rougher first episode. Like I know Chaluminati didn't have a jingle for their first episode, and neither did Cox and Crendor. I, so, but I literally referenced it at one point where I'm like, "Jingle goes here." It needs to. It kind of needs I, to happen. Plus, it's gonna drive me nuts fair. if I don't get it done. Um. All right. Um. For my goals, I am just trying to get do good in school. I've been in a bit of a creative slump lately, so I haven't been actually working on uh, Sky I Hates You or any of the things that I have been trying to work on. So, but I think my goal for Sky I Hates You right now is that I need to be able to take that and I need to sit there and figure out who, excuse me, who's, whose chapter I'm going to be writing next. So... That's uh, the, that's a little bit smaller of a goal, but that is a goal. Yeah, but also to be fair, you're also concentrating on studies right now. So being a little lax in in creative stuff right now, especially when like again, I didn't know uh, midterms for you were next week. Um, finding that out is news to me. Uh, like that's uh, excusable. Like midterms question at mark? midterms Expected. at my school is more. Midterms at my school is more. Um, Hey, um, you've taken a normal test now. Let's see. Uh, let, let's see what your grade is like this half of the semester. This is an indication of what your grade is like in the first half of the semester. Oh, you so see, you do so midterm. Midterms are less, are less. Here's an exam for the middle of the semester and more. This is how you're doing. Do you need to keep it up or... Do you need to step it up? Why couldn't we have had that at Champlain? I don't know, man. This school is way better. Actually, you know what? I, I say I take that back only slightly in the sense that I had two professors that did pretty much exactly that. And those were also the classes I did the best in because they didn't stress me the hell out. So, yeah. Yeah, no. This, well, also the difference is I'm going to a community college, so it's better. <laughs> that's that's the sad Just reality all around is that superior. you're yeah you're you're going to a community college and you're getting probably a better a better education than than either of us did at, at champlain um although i i say that like junior and senior years weren't supremely enlightening but the first two were just uh, bleh. yeah they were the they were the weed out years uh, it's it's unfortunate that a college needs to have that it's, it's, um, I still take the, can I, can, am I allowed a soapbox for a little bit? Can I ask that question? Am I allowed a soapbox um, for briefly? Yeah, it's a, it's what, uh, what Matt Whitman would call a rabbit trail. <laughs> All right, we can, we can do that. I'm going to call it, I'm going to call it a soapbox here because I'm going to get up on a soapbox. I'm going to basically 
preach to the void here and to you. Um, I find the concept of like weed out classes or barrier classes or uh, uh, like the, the weed out years or whatever to be supremely stupid because they just like you're going to actively discourage someone from from taking this sort of stuff on like no you shouldn't you shouldn't be doing that you should be making sure that people get what they're doing and if they're failing at it not doing all that well at it early on yeah sure try and push them in a direction where they can excel but it, it's so dumb that there's all this stuff where it's just like oh hey uh you know you you need to be able to survive this in order to get to the good stuff and I hate that so much. It's like, no, let me get to the thing that I know I want to do. Let me try that. And if I find out I don't like it, then there's still time for me to change. Otherwise, like, yeah, it's yeah, just terrible. I think, I think that because the school we went to, and I don't think we should include the name, the specific names and places and whatnot. I think the school that we went to, it being a business school, was structured as a business uh, uh, and so i think the way it's curriculum was set up so that you can't really transfer anywhere was meant to keep students there and also i, I don't know it's that's a whole conspiracy rabbit trail that i'm not i guess i'm gonna go all the way down i don't right now i don't like the way it was structured looking back on it like it was poorly structured. i'm i'm well I'll, it's it's an experience on that much. i would like, I, I met people there that are fantastic. Like, I met you there, first off. Um, yeah, no, I wouldn't have traded that I, for the world. Like, but. I met you. I met a, a bunch of people that I still kind of consider friends. I'm still in a couple different people's social circles, and they're doing great stuff and whatever. Like, it's not like there weren't good people there that came out of that place doing cool things. Um, but it's just, like, I can't help but feel like it was done wrong. You know, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, that's 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 my soapbox moment. So I'm going to get off my soapbox. And yeah. OK. Um, so the next phase is our obsessions and influences at the moment. Um, do you want to go first or shall I? Uh, I think I went first last time. So let's have you go. And then and then I can ramble about all the musical stuff I've been I've been dealing with lately. OK, so. um. How to approach this? <laughs> uh, oh, right. I'm just I'm just now realizing. Hey, we're gonna have to discuss the Hotline Miami thing soon. <laughs> yep, Hotline Miami. Um, so just a little bit of background. I picked up this game like a year, maybe two years ago, because someone showed me like a, a couple tracks from the second game, and I picked up the bundle with the first and second games. I started playing it. And I got to level like four, and I hated it so much i like i should point out i remember you rage quitting the game the first time and i was just like, like wow like i had not seen you mad at something in a long time i think um i think the closest i've seen you hate something might have been that one time where um you went through your danganronpa is evil and anybody that likes it is also evil yeah. phase um like which, which to be fair, like that was that was part of a, a whole stint of that, stuff that, was that we won't break, get. Into. That was a breakdown. Yeah, like that was a breakdown. Like that's that um, was a bunch of different things. But like this was like this wasn't a case of like you freaking out mentally. This was a case of you just sitting there and saying this game is bullshit. It is terrible and hard and evil, and I don't like it. And I'm putting it down. And I'm never playing it again. And then yeah, last week like, happened. There is a certain. <laughs> There is a certain, like, 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 there's a level of dislike for a game. Like, I can dislike a game, and then there is a level of raw hatred that just consumes me, that is reserved for the likes of things like Danganronpa, Hyperlight Drifter, and a few other things. And that's probably going to get me some minus points in the, in the chat. Listen, Hyper Light um, Drifter is hard. That's one of those things where I tried to, like, you, you sat there and, and tried to play that, uh, because I, for whatever reason, because apparently I'm a masochist when it comes to what games I play, I was just like, this game is amazing. And you were like, oh, I should play it because Liam likes it. And then I, my whole entire time was me sitting there saying, no, no, don't do this. You will hate this game. 
like hyper light drifters not for everyone i want to i want to put that out there you're yeah. like if anyone um, sits there and blames you for that i'm gonna point out like it's like dark souls people like to sit there and be snobby about like oh i'd be hyper light drifter or whatever or oh i beat dark souls i'm gonna dark souls like it's not for everyone yeah hotline miami um, is probably anyway, the same as as given the way it is absolutely it the me. same it is absolutely the same um last week i was watching i think it was yeah okay so a little bit of background tomska a while ago did a like a 12 games in 12 hours stream and it was cool and i watched a, like a bit of that and like one of the games that they did just to cool off after i think one of the jackbox games which you could just imagine that um <laughs> Uh, uh, so one of the games that, that they played was they had someone up there playing Hotline Miami, and he was just like, "What really got me into it again was that soundtrack." And it's just like, it's, yeah, I'm just gonna be honest, it's a sexy soundtrack. Like, you're not it's wrong. Hard to refer to music as sexy. This music is sexy. Yeah, no, that's that's um, fair. People people like to sit there. So and throw I was that just around, like, you know what? I have this game already. I have it. I hated it. And for some reason, I'm just going to pick it up again. And you can attest, this keeps happening with stuff like FTL, right? I just decide eventually to pick it up. And I, you know what? Surprise, I still hate it. I don't know why I you still get angry. I don't know why you continue to pick up FTL. I'm going to be real with you. I still don't yeah, know why I, you continue to do that every so often. You're like, hey, I'm really playing either. FTL again. And I'm like, oh, God, again, I'm going to yeah. get a text in an hour so, saying, hey, this game is bullshit. Why do you like this? This game is evil. But this one was weird. So this is what I expected to happen with Hotline Miami. Yeah, like you, but, you were ranting about it one night and I was like, oh, God, here we go again. Um, like two levels, like I got two levels in and I just felt like. Do you ever feel like you're just you're just on groove, like you're just you're just doing something and you just you feel good at it. Right? Yeah, it, well, that's what happened. It, I just had this moment where I just connected with the game and I, like I realized, hey, the story here is way deeper than I think it is. And now I'm down in this huge, huge rabbit hole of conspiracy theories regarding this game. And it is wonderful. And I love it so much. It was it was hysterical. Let me can I can I explain this from my perspective for yeah. the third chair? You picked up this game last last week? Uh yeah, I think it's around last, last week. week. Uh sometime during the middle of last week, I think, cuz I this was before I, made, I I I ended up taking my my like whole week off uh vacation thing and before I ended up starting that. Yeah, cuz I just beat it like yesterday, I think. Like fully beat it yesterday. Yeah, there was a point where you were texting me semi-consistently um, during our, our chat sessions or whatever where we sit down and we just, you know, talk yeah. at each other over text uh, at the end of the night. And you're sitting there and you're just like, man, I remember why I dislike this game. And like, uh, whatever. And I was sitting there, I was like, oh, what game? And you were like, oh, I'm playing Hotline Miami again. And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> um, you, you had this point where you're like, man, I hate this game. It's so hard. It's like it's like hyper light level level uh, hyper light drifter levels you know, it's of hard. It's actually hard. What the hell? Than hyper light drifter. I think <laughs> maybe you should give hyper light drifter another go. Then I, I don't I know. Because it's it's hard in a different way. It's don't. it's hard in a very different <laughs> way. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. save you the trouble. Don't. Um. But yeah. Um. But yeah, no. So like, you know, you put the game down at the end of the night and we sat there and eventually we, we jumped into to Gigacross. I, have we mentioned Gigacross? We have mentioned, we have mentioned yeah. Gigacross on the podcast before. So we jumped into Gigacross for a while. And we were just like, oh, let's do some writing. We did some writing. We called it a day. We went to sleep. Uh, the next day I woke up and um, pretty much I think went to, went to work or whatever and you went to go do your stuff and we came back and your response was, what the hell? Why am I good yep. at this game now? And my my response, I think, was, well, I think you slept on it, and something rewired some of your neurons somewhere, so now you're good at it. And all of a sudden, you're like, ah, oh, so yeah, I like all this stuff happened, and I'm just like, wow, you're cruising through the game at this point. So it is it is bizarre that you're this far down, because the first time you played through this, and the first day you played through this looked like, like, the first time you played through this, you ended up, like, shoving the thing in a corner, and, 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 like basically through a proverbial match on it going, I'm never playing this ever again. 
and then you dragged it back out and all indication was like, okay, history is about to repeat itself. Um, and then for whatever reason, like, they just didn't. Yeah, now you're just a, like, oh, this is my favorite a snap, game. A, a snap occurred. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was bizarre. It's bizarre that you're, that you're attached to like, Hotline I Miami. Don't, I, I legitimately don't think that any other game could have done that. Like, not... I believe that, yeah, actually. I, I, I 100% believe that. Yeah. I, I could go on for hours about this game, and I will uh, politely not, <laughs> because otherwise we will be here <laughs> we all can, We can make that at, like, a moonshot extra. Like, we keep talking yeah, about doing that, like, world building, and us talking about the characters or whatever. Rap- oh, well, I'll have to finish Hotline 2 before that happens. Or I can just go down the route. Yeah, let's have you finish the hotline games, and then we'll we'll have that happen. All right. Um, what are your obsessions and influences currently? Oh boy. Um, hmm. Where to start? Uh, I've discovered. Uh, well, I say I've discovered. I've been tangentially aware of her stuff for a while, but over the uh, over the past month, I've been. Okay, the first thing is I properly got into Adam Neely's nice. channel. Now. Like Adam Neely's channel is the thing I'm and tracking. And just for, for uh, um, the third chair, and also me because I don't know anything about sound engineering stuff. Who is Adam Neely? In this case, it's actually not sound engineering. Adam Neely's more of a, a music theory ah, guy. Okay. Um, Adam Neely is a bassist by trade, although he could also easily pass for a keyboard player. Um, given like the amount of videos he's done where he's just improvised on piano and the dude's a wizard. He went to, I think he went to Berkeley, but, uh, he makes a lot of videos on the internet. He was, he was kind of pretentious, I guess, in his early days, but he's, he's got some really, uh, he's got some really neat and interesting videos these days. Cause he's kind of, um, hit his, hit his stride, I think. And, uh, his whole thing is he'll put up interesting stuff on, um, all sorts of interesting music. Like he did, uh, the, the one he did recently was uh, the seven le- levels of jazz harmony, which was really, really cool. Um, and I understood maybe half of it, but it was still a fascinating video to watch. Uh, I would dove back into his channel. I watched his video. He did a, a vlog, basically, where he was playing something for, um, what is it? The, the, I think it's called the Sakura Festival, the, the Cherry Blossom Festival. Um, at one point, he was playing. Uh, he was playing a gig at that, and it was all jazz compositions of stuff from Japanese video games and anime and stuff like that. With a, um... actually, no, I'm sorry, I don't think he went to Berkeley. I think he went to ah, what was it, New York School of Music or something like that. I don't know, but yeah, no, he he met up with a, a friend and alumni of the same school. And, uh, and, and they had this whole thing talking about music style like that. And it was really cool to watch. So I got into his channel fully and then through proxy jumped into Narai Sol, who is a piano player, like classically trained piano player and, um, and also a music theorist. And she's got a lot of interesting stuff on her channel where, um, first off, she's done the only John Cage video that I actually respect in the sense that it's not just sitting there and talking about 433. Because everyone only wants to talk I mean, about 433. So, how much is there to talk about 433? Uh, you'd be surprised. Like, Adam Neely did a pretty in depth video on it, but everyone only wants to talk about, like, oh, it's the piece where you sit down and you prepare to play and everything like that, and you just sit there for four minutes and 33 seconds, and nothing happens. And it's supposed to be a point about how, like, blah, 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 blah. And my whole thing has been like, okay, but what about all the other stuff that John Cage has done? And Nare Soul did an actual video where it was like, hey, here's his work with the prepared piano because that's the sort of stuff that's in my wheelhouse that he's done and he's done a lot of wacky stuff also what i know about 433 is not that nothing happens but it's like hey let's appreciate that there's actually music everywhere all the time yes and no it's it's weird there are a bunch of different things that john cage wrote about concerning 433 and what it was supposed to be and there's a bunch of speculation from a bunch of academics and i don't know it's it's one of those things where i'm like all right it's neat but at the same time it's one of those things where it's like why does everyone want to talk about this when he's got so much other extra stuff to do like yeah it's more it's more of a philosophy lesson than a music yes than than a music lesson at all like exactly it it was like john cage and like yeah that's why it's cool but also like shouldn't talk about it for music panels because it's not entirely 
about music. Well, I'm not saying it shouldn't be talked about, but it's the only well, thing people want to talk about when it comes to John Cage, and that irks me so yeah, much. Fair. And Nari Soul was just like, hey, let me show you how prepared piano stuff works. Um, so that's been really cool. I've been watching 12 Tones videos as well. Uh, I liken them to kind of the Vi Heart of music, except Vi Heart is technically also the Vi Heart of music. Vi Heart is, yeah, Vi Heart's already the Vi Heart of music. But, um, but in the sense that what 12 Tone does is 12 Tone takes a, a sheet of staff paper and does a narrative explanation while doodling on it, and uh, they use, like, elephants and everything like that as their, their illustrations for, for people and everything, and it's 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 wonderful and, and, and awesome and excellent. Um, mm. uh, Where the I've... St still tracking with Andrew Huang, still tracking with Jeremy Blake. Uh, he actually mastered one of my songs recently. I will link to that video and my song that he has since mastered um, in uh, in the show notes. Um, what else? Uh, I've been playing Fire Emblem Three Houses, but I'm not going to go into that right now because you'd hate me for it if I did. Um, I mean, the whole I hate Fire Emblem, like, you know it's an act, right? I know it's kind of an act, but at the same time, this is another case of we'll be here for like four hours if I go into all the reasons why I love Three Houses so much. Um, ah, fair. Yeah, so that that can be an, an extra on my end that I can just record and put up. Um, what else? Um, I will say, not necessarily from a creative standpoint, but from a... Uh, 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 how, how do I put this? Uh like a workflow standpoint question mark um i've been listening a lot recently to cortex which for the uninitiated to cortex um it, it is the the result of uh mike hurley um who runs the relay fm podcast network over in the uk um basically badgering cgp gray yeah, that, that's the guy that makes videos as the stick figure on YouTube with the glasses. Um, it, it's basically Mike Hurley badgering CGP Grey to talk about his work process. And it was going to be a thing that was supposed to initially be like only 10 episodes long. And I think I'm on, what episode am I on? Hang on, let me, let me check this. Uh, they are on episode... Uh, shows Cortex... They're on a lot. <laughs> They're on a lot of episodes. Um, I am only, I only just now, like I've been chipping away at Cortex episodes for the past, I want to say five or six months in between drives to and from work and to and from other places and whatnot in between, you know, listening to the usual things, no dumb questions, slowly chipping away at Night Vale, things like that. And, um, and I finally hit the point where I'm listening to it fairly consistently on its own. And there's a lot of interesting insight in there on like things to try and whatever. Uh, I'm sitting there trying to think about, um, that's part of the reason I'm currently in the middle of rearranging my room, which as I look about around is still a complete freaking disaster because I'm still in the middle of rearranging it. But uh, also why I'm I've thinking been... about taking up like things like time tracking and stuff like that just to, to try and be more productive as a, as a person. I might, I might check it out. But at the same time, I shy away from things uh, with CGP Grey in them for the same reason that I shy away from things with Vsauce in them. Um, and that's that there was a point where Michael from Vsauce made a bunch of like really, really heavy videos. And I think it was the one on like data storage and that like it can be recovered no matter what and that your data on hard drives is going to be like still around after the heat death of humanity. Uh, and I didn't much care for the existential crisis that brought on. Uh, so I stopped watching Vsauce. Um, and then CGP Grey did the whole like death. Oh thing. yeah, the twenty four hours like, no, of death thing. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not into this. I'm. I'm out. Bye. That made a lot of people uncomfortable. I don't blame you for that. Um, <clears throat> um, phase four. <laughs> uh, phase four is the retrospective, and I'm gonna be totally honest with you. I have not listened to episode two. Uh, I don't. I don't. Did you even finish mastering? It? I don't or, think I. Uh, 
I don't know if I managed to actually get an edit to you. Um, no, I don't think I don't think you put one in the drive. Crap. So <laughs> That's on me. Gonna, My bad. We are going to skip the retrospective this week. I mean, we can um, probably also just I think have a retrospective on how the I past month or so is gone, but I think we've kind of already rather been doing than that. doing that. I think rather than doing that, we should have a, we should the retrospective next week should be more important. And this week, uh, since we still have a little, or this month, um, this, this, rather, this, I said week, this episode, week twice when I meant month, um, we should take the time and I think talk about some of the things that are maybe a little bit heavy and some of the risks that we're taking by doing this. And I think as a result, because I'm looking at the time and I think that's going to make it, um, I, that's going to put us a little bit over time. But I think that's fine because we need to talk about these things. And I think it's important that we talk about these things on mics. On, on um, record. Because, yeah. because this is the kind of thing that if there are going to be people who want to follow in our footsteps, if we're successful, who want to sit there and say, hey, I want to be cool and make things too. There, I think this is important for them to hear. There are things that, especially need to be given the conversation I just had with another friend uh, regarding, uh, I believe it was Fury and the processes that the d devs went through to get that game out. Oh, um, the game! It was a nightmare. So, let me just tell you what happened, just for the record. Oh boy. All right. They made a partnership with Microsoft in order to get Microsoft's help with publishing the game. And Microsoft, the, the representative talking to Microsoft, talk from Microsoft basically said, hey, um, we're pushing up the deadline to, like, now. And so they had to rush the entire game, making it incredibly unpolished, making it incredibly, incredibly unbalanced. And their easy mode, which for the record is the only playable mode for me, is missing entire segments of gameplay. Like, they could have just bumped down the health meter, they could have bumped down the damage, bumped up your health meter, bumped down the damage, or something like that. But instead, easy mode basically ruins the game. Mm. And I have... This game, yeah. like, this is a good game. Like, I will not... I will, I, will, I will say that. This is a cool game with a cool story. But it lacks a lot of graphical polish. It lacks a lot of. It lacks a lot of other polish, like UI polish and stuff like that. Yeah. That if they had the time, they could have made this even better, and it would have been not really just good. a good game, but probably one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. But they were not able to do that because of how Microsoft dealt with things screwed them over yeah yep um like i've heard so about that game and about how hard it is and i have also heard that easy mode while playable doesn't give you the proper experience and that's the reason you shouldn't yeah. play it and initially i thought it was kind of a case of just like oh well if you play an easy mode then well you suck at games and you're terrible no but easy mode actually a lot of the story is told through um in combat dialogue yeah through the through the bosses saying things because it's a gauntlet of boss fights. Yeah, and easy mode outright takes out some of the combat phases of attacks, and therefore, um, like I remember yeah. for the third boss, I it outright skipped like a good seventy percent of that boss fight. So it skipped seventy percent of the story behind that boss. Yeah, not great. Not not great. Not great. Now. Do I blame the devs for this? Kind of. Do I blame the Microsoft rep for this? Kind of. Is it anyone's fault individually? No. Because business is just that way. And I think what happened to the guys at Game Baker, and I'm not saying this is definitively what happened, but this is what I think happened, and I think it happens with a lot of companies, is that they went into this um, media thing sitting there and going, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we just made stuff? Rather than, say, rather than saying, we want to make stuff. 
this is going to be a business. We're going to have to deal with business things, right? And that's a hard, that, that's not easy. Yeah. That's the hardest thing of any business is to do the business things. Um, everything else, everything else is easy in comparison to that. Yeah. This adventure, this whole triaxial moonshot thing, I will not lie to you. This is going to be hard. The single hardest thing that we have ever done. Yeah. Yeah. And uh what I've been hearing from a lot of how I built this is is that how I built this is how I built this episode. Yeah, no, I know. Is that as both friends and business partners this could end up driving a wedge in between us. It is very, I'm not saying that's likely I'm saying it's possible it's, it's, because it's happened before and it could happen again with us. We have to be able to sit here and, and like accept that that's a risk that we're willing to take for it's, this. We have to at least acknowledge that it's a possibility. It's right. not a possibility. Either of us likes to acknowledge but it's one we kind of have to sit there and go like, okay, this is this is a possibility. It's not a, again. I'm gonna I'm gonna I feel confident in saying it's not a very likely possibility, but it's a not insignificant pot. Like it's it's not an it's a not insignificant possibility. Yeah, I think we're close enough that it's not necessarily something that we need to lose sleep over, but it's something that very well could happen. Um, and I think more importantly than acknowledging this to each other, we are acknowledging this to the third chair listening to this is that this is not easy. Yeah, it's, this is not going to be easy. And if you, if you want to follow us, just be aware, this is not going to be easy. We know this already. Yeah, doing we are willing to we we are willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah, doing doing work with your friends isn't always an easy thing to do and sometimes doing work with your friends or becoming friendly with people you work with is actually something that's not always necessarily a good thing. Um I've I've seen it happen in a couple different places already and it is like, it is something that we do need to kind yeah. of come face to face with there's that aspect of this there's also the aspect of we are basically trying to run our own business yeah um down the line at some point eventually and we are trying to run our own business that is by the way in competition with literal giants we are competing with sony microsoft nintendo and if we're counting time we're also competing with people like netflix so, yeah, and not to mention Disney, which is a big dangerous one. So Disney needs an antitrust hammer dropped on its face. Yeah, well, a lot of companies need that. Disney in particular, um, though, they've been. I have I have my yeah. issues with uh, antitrust the the way antitrust laws are handled currently, but uh, I, that's not something to. You mean the fact that they're just not? But yeah. <laughs> That's not something to get into right yeah, now. Yeah, moving on um, um, from that. That's a long time. Yeah. Anyway, um, now that I think we've acknowledged that, we can go back to uh, some lighter stuff and that would be uh, shameless plugs. Uh, sure. Shameless plugs. Um, I'd like to plug... Uh, well, my Twitter handle is... Uh, think it's hummusman 300 right now uh tumblr is charles zard with two r's um just just spell that one completely from start to finish c-h-a-r-l-e-z-a-r-r-d um i have a twitch it's c-p-a-y-n-f-u-l i have uh 
I think that's about it. I have a YouTube channel, but it's it's dead at this. I think it's officially dead at this point. Yeah, well, the two of us both have a YouTube channel that I haven't been using my YouTube channel all that much recently, and I need to get back to that. Um, I've been meaning to for a while. Like, my whole thing was, like, I got the mono station. I was just like, oh, cool, I'm going to do a walkthrough on this synth. And then I didn't. And then you didn't. And then I didn't. Um, so. I would also like to plug some of my influences. Uh, Tomska slash Dark Squid. Dark Squidge. I've been taking a lot of cues from him lately. Um, you can find him on YouTube. He's on Twitter as the Tomska. He's on Tumblr as also the Tomska. I think um, he doesn't post a lot except for just dumb memes. Yeah. But that's fine. I mean, again, um, all of I'm this totally okay with yeah, that. All of this is going to be linked in the show notes at some point anyway. So I'm also um, realizing, hey, I had you spell everything out when I'm going to just put links so that people can find us. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, as for podcasts, the usual, uh, how I built this, Chiluminati, Lore, I guess Night Vale. Night Vale's cool because they're, it's a, it's a, they're, it's cool watching their, them as a business, not just as a podcast. I keep meaning to listen to, uh, oh, God, what is it? Um, I know that, um, Jeffrey Craner and, uh, Oh, the um. Yeah, they they have um, they have a podcast about uh, how they do writing and world building and how they're right. Yeah, Night Vale. Uh, I keep meaning to put that and Good Morning Night Vale on my uh like podcast list. I just don't. <laughs> yeah, I honestly I haven't bothered with either because there's just there's too much other stuff to listen to yeah. at the moment, especially with you know how I built this and um. Uh, I was recently <clears throat> suggested another one by my mother who gave me uh, how I built this, which is a call to lead, which is all about leadership and stuff, huh. which might be pretty interesting. All right, then. Um, and there's also uh, Markiplier just started a new podcast called Edge of Sleep. Oh, jeez. Uh, it's oh jeez. I'm gonna be honest. It's actually pretty good. Oh god. So far. No, I know. Um, it's just like if if that's the name, like I totally. You you mentioned like oh he's getting involved in a horror podcast, and I was like oh it's gonna be like goofy horror, like some of the stuff he does. No, if that's the name of no, it, no, it's, it's gonna yeah, be it's, horror it's, horror. Yeah, and it's gonna yeah. Be the whole premise is that the whole premise is that everyone like dies, and then the people who are left alive, they just can't they can't fall asleep Ugh, or they die. Geez that's yeah yikes. it's i've only gotten like t there are only three episodes in and i've only listened to two of them but so far it's you know it's pretty well made um i, I i'm interested i'm intrigued to see where it goes so i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna plug it just yet i'm not gonna say go spend your time to listen to that just yet um but if you wanna you can i'm not, not gonna tell you to do anything yeah um plugs on your end other than, other than you, um, actually, I don't. You didn't plug you. You didn't plug you yet. Uh, I'll plug me. Um, music is at backspinzx dot bandcamp dot com. Uh, YouTube is over at uh, again should just be backspinzx by the time any of these go up. Uh, although again, I have no idea how many videos are going to have gone up between uh, the first podcast going up and and uh and when i last posted it's it's been a hot second um here's a hint probably very few yeah probably very i mean i am trying to do some more stuff it's just the main thing is ah i need to get over my own like embarrassment of filming out in the wild because i i had a moment where what i should have done was like i had my when i when i had my car in for service this week um at at a at a place that was supposed to do the inspection was like we well, can't pass your inspection because of the following things and i was like well crap uh, and then I very quickly went, hey, wait, maybe I should go, or more accurately, my, you know, pa family went, hey, you shouldn't just trust those guys on their word. You should go find a second opinion just to make sure that they're not lying to you. Um, also, we know this guy, and he's great, and we trust him, so you should just throw your car over there. While I, they were checking my car or whatever, um, I was in McDonald's, and I had my uh, little Tascam recorder. Like, I, I got a thing of fries or whatever and a, and a, and a Coke. I had my little Tascam recorder. I had my... Teen engineering pocket operator have my Volca Beats, uh, all battery powered and everything, all wired together, and I made some stuff. And I I had brought my phone stand and actually decided to manage to film that. Like it would have made a decent part of probably what would have been a larger video, but I just didn't because I was just like, oh, there are people here. I shouldn't film myself. 
So I need to I need to get over that. I mean, then... I feel like at some point we should just do a vlog, like a like a daily vlog or something. Da oh God, just, not like, daily. I'm not doing a daily vlog. No, <laughs> not not like a daily vlog, but like vlog the day. Oh uh, yeah, I gotcha. That's that's like something because because yeah. once you get once you do that, just over it. You're over having a camera. Yeah. I what I'm going to do actually though is I'm going to use this opportunity to plug one of my influences here instead of just me. Um, which is, I'm going to, I mean, didn't I do that plug, too? uh, I'm going to plug Nari soul here. Um, just cause like the whole thing where I'm like, Hey, if I just like with me all wandering around with my music equipment during some of my downtime, if I sit down and just mess with stuff a little bit and film it and have all the recording stuff and whatever, I can stitch these together into a coherent video on what I'm working on. If I decide to work on a specific coherent musical theme. And this is a thing that's been semi-consistent with her video on, um, her tackling, sound synthesis which is not a thing she's used to necessarily because again she's a classical pianist and her video on looping her video with the looper pedal i was just like hey like these concepts are things where she's just like hey this is the thing i'm working with for right now um i'm just gonna take this around along with my camera and my little mobile rig or whatever and just film stuff and cut it together and have a video where i go over hey here's my experience with this concept over this period of time and i feel like i should start doing stuff like that instead of just doing like hey here's a jam for my desktop <laughs> um I'm going to plug... Who am I, gonna I mean, plug? the jam videos are cool, too. I mean, the jam videos are cool, and I do intend to get back to doing them. I just need to, you know, set my room up so I can do that. Um, I'm going to plug... Uh, oh, I don't think I plugged my Twitter. Um, my Twitter is at BackspinZX, and I don't really have any other places I'm active on. Um, my Instagram might be a thing I might try to use, but I don't think I'm going to plug that here because it's not active enough at the moment of recording that I'm going to plug it. Uh, I'll plug, I'll link, I'll link Jeremy Blake, um, just because, again, he did uh, an entire video on mastering and that featured one of my tracks for a little bit and, um, fantastic mastering tutorial. Um, I'll just straight up, like I said, I'll just straight up link up the link the video um in the notes and i'll i'll plug cortex i'll i'll plug specifically the episode of cortex uh that i most recently listened to which is the thing that got me into like hey i should be getting into the whole time tracking thing and working on productivity and stuff because it's a it's a useful episode um oh and the episode before that because it the, the opening seven minutes are flipping hysterical um there are some of the funniest things that's one of the funniest tech openings to a tech podcast I've ever heard. Um, uh, in the future, I think we'll probably get faster at doing these plugs because yeah. um, it's taken us a long time to to plug things. And I think mostly it's just me because I'm rambling. People have probably clicked off at this point. <laughs> but yeah. if you're still here, thank you. Yay. I, uh, you can't see it. But I'm making the, the heart hands thing. Uh, hello, screen. Do not go away. Uh, okay. <laughs> don't don't go dark. Um, so we have synced and we have levels levels. Um, so I'm gonna do the same bit, and I'm also gonna also pretend that I still don't know what episode it is because I'm gonna pretend that we're not counting. Oh come on! No, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna keep this entire section in in editing, just so you know, or tack it on at the end. One of the two. Just so you're prepared for that. I mean, that's fine, I guess. <laughs>